and welcome to this very special episode of Laugh It Off with Alex. When approaching the problems left on my voicemail, I always lead with kindness first, draw on my own experience second, and I always ask myself, is this advice the advice that I would give to a real friend? However, there are some topics that I'm just not an expert in. In these episodes, I'm here to learn and I'm going to bring you all along with me. These are topics that I have no knowledge about. I'm a complete newbie. So I'm going to find an expert in that field, learn a bit more about that topic, and then the expert and I can team up and give some advice together. The format of these episodes will be a little bit different, but I think it works. Let me know. Let's dive in. Was it just me or did it seem like everyone all of a sudden was talking about the stock market and GameStop was all over the media? And I wanted to know more. This is what prompted my first Teach the Teacher episode. This week's expert is Trader Stewie. He is a real OG in the stocks game. He has a huge following and for good reason. He knows his shiitake. He is the Phil Jackson of stocks, coaching his following to success over and over again. So I really needed to pay attention. I think this guy could make me rich. Like, buy all the groceries at M&S Rich. So if you have any interest in getting involved in the stock market, make sure you check him out. All right, hop on, strap in. Here is my super fun and educational interview with Trader Stewie. Trader Stewie in the house. Hi. <laughs> hello, Alex. And hello, everyone. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this. How are you doing? I am doing great. I am doing wonderful. Thank you. So just in case someone listening doesn't know who you are, mm-hmm. who are you and how are you an expert in the stock market? Okay. Well, my my name is Trader Stewie. That's my alias name on Twitter. I've been on Twitter since uh, 2009. So like 11, 12 years now, I've built uh, quite a decent following on Twitter. I think it's up to about 250, 260,000 fellow traders who follow me on Twitter now. I studied finance in college. I just turned 45 last month. And I never deviated from that field. That's all I knew. This and soccer is all I know. I don't know. And, you know, and then cooking, of course. I love to cook. As many people follow me on Twitter know. I've been doing finance for, you know, for over 20, 25 years now. So that's all I really know. So it sounds like we can definitely trust you then. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I hope so. You know, <laughs> I really hope so. You know, I've, tried, I've always tried to steer people in the right direction, the right way. I try to be honest with people as far as expectations. You know, some people, they go in the market, you know, expecting to be to, I want to get rich. You know, I want to make money. I want to be, I want to be wealthy after a few months, you know. Who doesn't? Yeah, exactly. But, you know, my, you know, I just try to tell people, you know, even with the stock market, you have to approach it in a way where you want to get rich slowly and build your knowledge. And over time, over time, if you stick to it, my business is called Art of Trading. On my website, it's called artoftrading.net. There's a big art factor to it. Just like any field, you become an artist over time. The more you practice, you make mistakes, you practice, you do it again. You, then you start to notice you know, certain patterns, certain themes that repeat. And then you learn to m- try to minimize the mistakes that you've made in the past. And you try to press on the gas, on the successes, on the stuff that works, you start to see big changes. Okay, great. When when I close my eyes and I try to visualize the stock market, my mind goes blank. What what <laughs> should I what should I see? You know, when I when I hear a question like that, obviously it tells me that somebody who's a complete newbie, complete uh, <laughs> rookie, rookie, you know, they probably heard of the 
uncle who lost all his savings in the stock market uh, or the grandpa's uh, sister who <laughs> lost it all because she was uh, got she heard a, she heard a stock pick from a, her best friend from bingo class or whatever you know so the stock market is uh, it can be as risky or as boring and unrisky as you can as you want it to be so you can either treat it like a casino and you can, uh, you know, I'm going to say, you know, roll the dice all on black. Here we go and see what happens. Or you can, you can, you can develop a more methodical, a more strategic, intelligent strategy to, to manage your funds. And I think mm-hmm. the stock market, in my opinion, is the most powerful way to grow your assets over time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there will be bumps in the road, of course. Just like uh, just like any other investment, all investment has risk. So, so yeah, I mean, ahead. you kind of already sniffed me out that I'm a complete <laughs> beginner, right? <laughs> um, so, what is the stock market? Okay, well, the stock market. The best way to look at it is uh, it's like it's like a giant supply and demand exchange, basically. So you have uh, companies they issue stock. Let's say like Nike uh, issues stock. Whether you buy one share or whether you buy 100 million shares, you are technically now a part owner in Nike. And that's, that's what happens when a company goes public. goes public, it means that the public can buy stocks in it. Ah, okay. So, so you are the rightful owner of a stock, of a company. I always tell people is if you're if you're a beginner, you know, try to avoid the riskier stocks. Try to avoid, oh, my, you know, my buddy gave me a stock pick. I heard from a friend that you know this stock is going to be great. You know, I always tell people to always stick with the with the most well known companies, like companies that you you already know, you've heard of. You know, Nike, the Intel, Microsoft. You know, stick with stick with Amazon. Stick with the ones that you already know. They're proven winners. They're household names. Everyone knows what who they are, what they are, what they do. Mm-hmm. And over time, I think you'll do well. And the more the more you are in the business, the more likely you are to succeed. Okay. Got it. However, what I recommend is if you're going to be a trader, you know, just it's it, it can be the best job you've ever had in your entire life, or it can be the worst job you ever had, and you want you know you want nothing to do with it ever again. So what I recommend is you just do your research, read as much as you can. You know, don't just go in blindly, jump in, and say, "Oh, I got this. I'm gonna I'm gonna you know kick some butt." Uh, you know, I read uh, a one article, and I think I'm gonna buy this stock. It takes it takes a lot more research, a lot more discipline than that. Okay. Uh, you, you you might get lucky. You might get lucky, and a lot of people do. You know, where you buy one stock and it doubles or triples, and all of a sudden you're a genius, and then the next stock you buy is down fifty percent, and you hate yourself, and you, you're like, "I'm never gonna touch the stock market ever again." You really, really have to. Take it seriously, just like any job, just like any any job you go in, you, you're not going to just walk in and be an expert. You're trying to buy something other people are trying to buy as well. Do you know more than them? Do you, do they know more than you? Do they have more Probably. information than you? Yeah. <laughs> you <know? laughs> so so there's, a, there's a, lot of, a lot of stuff goes into it. Okay. Strategic thinking goes into it. Are women allowed to trade stocks and or, <laughs> and or should they? Uh, I think honestly, I've I've always told my uh, you know our other trading members that I always believe uh, that women make better traders than men, because for <laughs> for the simple reason that women tend to be more uh, risk averse. This is uh, keep in mind this is a business where it's about ninety percent 
male dominated. Oh. Uh, so I, you know, uh, we do see female females who come into who come into the field. But what I've noticed is the men tend to be a lot more reckless. They tend to be a lot more spontaneous. A lot more, you know, how much money can I make, for example? But women, they think, how much money am I going to lose or potentially lose if I take this investment or if I take this recommendation? Mm, okay. The traders who make it over the long term are the ones who think as far as risk first, reward second. All right. So if I'm hearing you correctly, you're basically <laughs> saying that you need me to join <laughs> to join the stock market. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think you should. I think you should. I think you should. I think your your listeners should. And I think I, I think everybody at some point needs to at least consider having investments in the stock market. There's no doubt about it. Don't get me wrong. A lot a lot of people they're scared of the stock market because they're thinking, well, I don't have you know a hundred grand. I don't have uh, fifty thousand dollars. I don't have fifty thousand pounds. You know to put into the market. But you don't need that. You don't need that much money. It's better to make a mistake. Your mistakes early with little money, then make the mistakes later with big money. So you know. true. I've got another simple question. What is a hedge fund? Okay. In general, like most of them, they tend to be more geared toward high net worth individuals. Most of them require large amounts of money as initial investment. Where a mutual fund, you can start with $100. Uh, with a hedge fund, you can't walk in with $100 and say, hey, I want to start a hedge fund account. It's not going to happen. You know, with a hedge fund, you have to have at least a hundred grand, sometimes even one million dollar as just a minimum initial investment. They're, they use a little bit more sophisticated strategies. You know, they, they tend to short, short stocks. Uh, short stocks means where you, where you can make money as the stock price goes down. You know, most people, they buy a stock at ten dollars, hoping they can sell it at twenty. Shorting a stock, if you short a stock at twenty and it drops in value, you actually make money as the stock drops. What? So, so I can gamble against a stock? Yeah, well, yeah. I don't like the word gamble because that, that word kind of scares me when some people use that. <laughs> that, tell, that tells me that you're, you're already starting to plan that the market is, already, is like a casino. And it's not a casino. It's not, it's not a, like I told you. It can be as risky or as unrisky and boring as you want it to be. So, you know... But Is it however, betting, how, betting how, against the stock? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You can make an investment. You can betting that I, you know what? What? I, I don't, honestly, the word you want to use is fine. I don't care what you want to use. Use whatever you want to use. Whatever you know, you're still learning. You're still learning. You're still you're still a rookie, so you're still learning the words. Okay. But the short position that they're in, when they short a stock, if the stock goes up, you you lose money. So shorting is definitely a more complicated strategy, made more for advanced traders portfolio managers who have more uh, experience. Some hedge funds do utilize quite aggressive strategies, which can be controversial. You know, If they are too aggressive, if they're too wild, wild west with their investment, eventually you're going to get screwed, eventually. And whether it's, uh, whether it's Joe Schmo down the street or whether it's a billion-dollar hedge fund on Wall Street, if your risk is not calculated properly, Eventually, you know, you're, you're going to get hurt, you know. What is GameStop? Why was everyone talking about it? Can you talk me through what was going on? Now with video games all going online, people don't need, don't need to go to a, to a retail store to go buy, you know, ga uh, video games anymore. Now everything can be downloaded online. So it was a retail store for video game consoles and, okay. Yes, for vi video game consoles, video game, you know, I'm, I don't play video games, but and nowadays people they they download them the stock price was falling as a result one of the one of the big hedge funds on wall street or actually a few of them actually because a lot of them they tend to copy strategies 
So it's almost like a gang mentality where they all pile on a stock. So when you're shorting a stock, when they're all going in billions of dollars worth of my, worth of these Wall, Wall Street big shot money managers, when they go in and they start positions in the stock where they're shorting it, so they're they're suppressing the stock lower. They're actually pushing it lower because there's so many, so much billions of dollars of money betting betting against the stock to go down. So eventually, what happened was these genius little geniuses over at Reddit. So imagine like a bunch of like little mini stewies or you know a bunch of stewies whatever, all online, and they come up with a plan to say, hey, you know the stock GameStop, it's it's being aggressively short. Like ridiculous amount of short positions in it. One thing, one thing that's important. You know, this might might be too technical, but when you, when you're shorting a stock and then the stock starts to go up, I told you you start to lose money. But then as the stock keeps rising, you know you're gonna have to close these short positions because you you don't want to you don't want you don't want to sit on a short position that's losing because technically the losses can be inf- infinite. You know if you buy if you buy a stock at ten and it goes it goes down to zero. You just lost 100% of your money. But if you short a stock at 10 and it goes to 100, that's a 1,000% increase. So you, you, you technically, technically and theoret- theoretically can be down 1,000% if you are short. Hey, wow. The Reddit uh, forum, you know, forum of traders, and you, you're talking about like thousands of traders, you know, they're on there. And someone or a few of them came up with a plan say hey we're gonna all gonna buy this stock at the same time and literally it's it, it was literally like that so just like just like a just like a forest fire all it takes is one match to light to light up the entire forest it, it was one idea and they all started buying it and then they started to make it into a, like it was a millennial mentality the against the establishment wall street the big money you know against us the little guy and literally, it became a movement like that. And then you had uh, guys like Elon Musk, you know, the the Tesla billionaire founder. He he was out there on Twitter. He was tout, he was touting it. He was encouraging it. And then now everybody on the news talking about it. Now they want to start the investing. They want to. I want to buy GameStop. I want to buy GameStop. I want to get in on this. I want to. I want to. Yeah, it's all I heard about. Like I was telling my followers on Twitter, what I said was, you know, it's there's nothing wrong with buying the stock. However, you have to understand that. When you have a stock that goes from nine dollars to up to over four hundred in like a week or two, stocks cannot keep climbing like that forever. So you have to look at it as a musical chairs game. You know, when the music stops, because who knows when the music gonna stop? It, I mean, obviously the stock now collapsed. Now it's back down below eighty. It went to as high as four hundred, almost five hundred, I think, at one point. Imagine what a one thousand dollar investment would have made you. However, the only people who made money pretty much on that stock are the ones who came in early. The ones in the red in the in that Reddit forum. Okay, so should I should I be listening to what the people are on Reddit are saying? I mean, I'll be honest with you. I I would say it's a firm no. <laughs> unless you are unless you're one of the one of the really one of the insider guys there, one of people who are actually making these decisions. It's, uh, you know what what they are doing. It's it's technically not illegal. It really, it really isn't. You don't have to follow their advice. It's it's all public information. It, you know what what they are trying to do is they're trying to force their followers to buy stocks in in stock in stocks that are heavily shorted by hedge funds, so they can force hedge funds to cover their shorts and then drive the stock price ridiculously higher. There's nothing wrong with that. However, like I said, 
You don't want to be the last rookie walking in as the party is ending. Oh God, I don't want to be that person. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to be that guy who shows up to the party when everyone else is going home. Cops are there and the party's over and everyone's gone home. You know. <laughs> okay. Um, is there crime in stocks? I know you said that the whole GameStop thing. You know, technically it's legal. So, is there crime in stocks? I mean, you know, just like any business, just like any business, you are going to have bad apples. You are going to have people who are trying to, especially, you know, we're talking about the stock market. You are going to have crime. You know, crime happens in every field. It's human nature. Human nature. Shout out to crime. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a very it's a very very regulated field. So how 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 do I how do I go about getting involved in this crime? <laughs> but I mean honestly, it's uh, not even worth it. Okay, can I actually buy one penny stocks like in Wolf of Wall Street? There are definitely penny stocks, you know. But like I tell people, you know, penny stocks they're they're trading at a penny for a reason. Uh, you will not see Microsoft trading at a penny or Amazon or Google. These stocks they're they're there. Trading at that price for a reason because nobody wants them. Oh. Obviously, and some people do invest in them. Sometimes you can get lucky, just like winning the lottery. You know, you can buy a stock at a penny, and then a year later it's at ten dollars, and your one thousand dollars just became a million dollars. Can happen. It can happen. So you've been trading stocks for a while. Yep. Have you have you met Nasdaq and what's he like? <laughs> Well, Nasdaq is not a somebody you meet. It's uh, Nasdaq is a, it's a it's a stock exchange where they mostly technology companies are traded. It's an electronic stock exchange. It's basically where most technology companies are traded. For example, like Intel, like Google, uh, Microsoft, Netflix, all trade on the Nasdaq. So it's an it's basically an electronic stock exchange. It's not somebody that you meet. All right. What's the biggest mistake you can make in stocks, and have you made it? I probably have made every mistake that you can think of. Honestly, you make mistakes all the time in this business. Some mistakes are more costly than others. I think the biggest mistake somebody can make, in my opinion, is if you're being too too greedy. You're being too aggressive, where you're where you're taking on such large positions that all it takes is one bad trade to really like cripple you, you know? So what I, what I recommend is, you know, you buy, instead of buying like one stock and putting all your account in one stock, maybe you buy like 10 stock, buy like a few. So you're, this way you're, in a way you're diversified and you're not just relying on one stock to make it or break it. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Exactly. I couldn't have said it any better myself. Okay. And if you could be any stock, what stock would you be and why? <laughs> I don't think anybody ever asked me that question before. Uh, oh, man. If I could be any stock, what stock would I be? I don't know. I, I want to say, say Amazon just because it's the company that, first of all, it's a big, awesome company. I use and we use it all the time. And I think between me and my wife, we probably generate about 25% of Amazon revenue. <laughs> So I think that would be the stock that I would be. <laughs> okay, nice. All right. I am sure that I'm speaking for everyone at home also when I say, damn, I just learned a lot. Thank you, Stewie. I mean, you pretty quickly figured out that I was coming into this interview uh, blind, shall we say, maybe more than blind, headless. I pretty much knew nothing about the stock market. And now I feel like maybe I'm ready to run it. Watch out stock market because I'm going to do it. I'm going to educate myself. I'm going to take the time. As you said, I'm not going to play crazy risky business. I'm going to play it safe, play it smart. 
and hopefully be successful in the stock market. So thank you. Thank you very much. It is now time, uh, Stewie, for us to listen to this week's problem voicemail and we'll see if we can give them some good advice. So let's play it. Hi, Alex. I've been wanting to get into trading stocks, but my wife says it's too risky. I believe that I'm responsible and educated enough not to do anything too risky and dangerous. However, I also currently don't really know anything about it, but I want to learn. I currently work in healthcare and see this as an investment to add some more money to my nest egg. What should my next steps be and how can I go about reassuring the wife? Okay, so I think I'm going to hand this one straight over to you, Stewie. Go for it. Okay, so what I I recommend to your caller um, is, I think, like I said earlier, everybody should have some sort of money in the stock market. You know, the wife maybe might have, she might be right about some concerns, maybe, you know, but what I recommend is you bring your wife in to the decision-making process. You know, so rather rather than just you making the decision, you know, tell her, hey, honey, you know, today we're going to buy, and we're thinking about buying Amazon. You know, Amazon was down 20%, uh, and I think this could be a good opportunity to pick it up and buy it. Who hasn't heard of Amazon? Who hasn't used Amazon? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's twenty percent discount. You Ooh, know why that's not take? Good. Yeah, why not take a thousand dollars and buy it? You know. So and I and I think if you talk to the wife and involve her more in the decision making process, since you're you're a rookie, she doesn't trust you. She's a rookie, but you've all heard of Amazon. You know, try not to, try to like I said, try to buy stocks that you all know that you all heard of. You know, they're not, you're not going to buy anything new. You know, you're not going to buy A, B, C, Z, uh, biotech industry. Uh, you know, you know, you want to buy stocks that you know in the beginning until you start to develop experience in the field, in the business. You know, you want to gain your confidence slowly. And I, I think it's a, that's the way I would do it personally. So he really is like a beginner, beginner. What should the first few things he should do? Well, the first, the first thing you have to do is A, you have to open an account in the beginning. And a lot of people now, they're doing, going with the Robin Hood. You know, it's uh, free. There's free to open, no money. So you, you, don't, you don't need a lot of money to open an account. There's no commissions. So you're not paying any money for the transactions. You're literally you just... You just find this online, right? All online. You can do it on your cell phone, on your smartphone. Um, you know, you don't need some some crazy, you know, platform or anything. You can do it. It can be on the cell phone. It can take literally seconds. It takes seconds to buy and sell a stock. You know, which is which is nice. That's that's another appeal of it. It's not like buying a house where it takes like a month or a year sometimes to buy or sell a house. And as an investment, you know, stocks, it can happen in seconds. You know, within seconds, you could be an owner in in Microsoft. You can be an owner in Amazon, Intel, whatever. And I think everybody should needs to have some kind of investment. I I really think if you have money laying around and you have, if you're working and you already have a job or and you're, you have money that's sitting, you know, why let it sit in a bank account collecting less than 1% interest? Why not put that money to work? Let it work for you. That sounds like great advice. I think, yeah, like the only thing I would add in terms of reassuring the wife, number one, play her this episode of the podcast so that you can both learn real quick the basics. Right. And definitely spend some time educating yourself and show her, maybe even teach her too. And also just reassure her that you're always going to be upfront and honest about right. it all before, you know, moving anything or selling anything. And if that doesn't work, just get really good at it. And diamonds speak louder than words. <laughs> 
There you go. I like that. All right. Well, let us know how you get on. I really want to know how uh, how this goes. And good luck in the stock market. That just leaves me to thank our guest, Trader Stewie. Thank you so much for doing this. My pleasure. It was fun. I had a great time. Thank you, Alex. And uh, thank you for really so much for inviting me. It was a blast. And, you know, I hope your followers learned something new today. And if you guys have any questions, I'm available on Twitter. You know, just shoot me a tweet at Trader Stewie. Uh, the website is artoftrading.net. All right. Check it out, guys. And uh, thank you so much, Trader Studio. I'm actually really, really grateful. And I have learned a lot today. Yay. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Alex. Now, I've always loved being rated highly, but now I'm in need more than ever. This is my call to action, guys. Please, please, on iTunes, rate five stars and leave us a pleasant review for your chance to win a £100 Amazon voucher. Just make sure you include your email or social media handle so we can contact the winner. The nicest review wins. Thank you. Well, what have we learned today? A lot. I've learned that watching the Wolf of Wall Street does not make me qualified to trade stocks. We've learned that the stock market really is accessible to anyone, which I think is very cool. And we've learned that Trader Stewie probably thinks I have gambling issues. Why not get involved in the show? Contact us at Laugh It Off Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can also leave us a voicemail. And please recommend us to a friend. Thank you so much for joining and learning with me today. Let's speak soon. Love, Alex. 